This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Gun Owners Radio with your hosts, Dave Stahl, Joe Germisi, and Michael Schwartz. Visit GunOwnersRadio.com with your questions and comments or to learn how to become a sponsor of the show. Time to get involved and get active. Together, we will win. Now here's Dave, Joe, and Michael on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks, welcome to Gun Owners Radio, where the show is better off air than on. <laughs> this, <laughs> this hour is brought to you by, oh, this is FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This hour is brought to you by our good friends at Cali Key. Drop in a Cali Key into any AR-15 or 10 to instantly make it California compliant. For more information, check out Cali Key at CaliKey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. And for self-defense and emergencies that can happen to anyone at any time, unfortunately, our justice system may not be on your side. While you protect your family and property, U.S. Law Shield is here to defend you 24-7, 365 days a year with the comprehensive self-defense coverage at an affordable price. Bad guys don't take days off, and neither does our coverage. What's your plan after you defend yourself or your family? Consider a plan from U.S. Law Shield. Check them out today at uslawshield.com. That's uslawshield.com. This segment is brought to you by the San Diego County Gun Owners. Go to sdcgo.org. Join today. Make your voice heard. And come to Gun Prom. Plenty of tickets available. All right, Joe, what do you got for us today? I hope you have Ken Campbell back here from Gunsight Academy. I was planning to come out in June, and the COVID thing impacted my income and everything else. And uh, I've uh, finally rescheduled, so I will see you in September. Yep, I've got the. I've already got the extra guard scheduled for, <laughs> um, <laughs> for when you arrive. You'll have a great time. If I'm not mistaken, what I saw you sign up for was intermediate pistol, 350 pistol. Yes. So, uh, let, let me just say, ibuprofen will be your friend. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I heard there's a lot of shooting and moving. So. There is. Uh, the intermediate pistol class is uh, everything's in motion. You're in motion. The targets are in motion. Both are in motion. We increase distance. We decrease time. Our night shoots are no longer on that silly little square range. The night shoots are now in the indoor live fire simulator and the outdoor live fire simulator. So uh, it, it's, I'm telling you, it's a good week, and you will have to come back to work to rest up. All right. Well, come on, September. <laughs> uh, hey, we, we were um, talking a little bit earlier. I was telling you about the uh, concealed carry situation out here in San Diego, and we've now got our concealed carry rights back, uh, thanks in large part to Michael and the San Diego County gun owners. Uh, we've convinced the sheriff to start issuing, and, and the sheriff has been now for the last couple of years. And um, we're up to, I think, 4,200 now uh, concealed carry permits out here in San Diego and uh, growing by about 150 a month. And I was noticing you guys have a couple of classes out there. Can you talk a little bit about what you uh, offer for concealed carry stuff? Sure. sure. Well, let me, let me back up just for a little bit. And, and I am a sheriff. I'm a retired sheriff. I spent 35 years on a sheriff's office, and I spent eight years as the elected sheriff. Um, we have term, term limits back where I was from, so I can only, constitutional offices can only do two terms. So good on your sheriff for following that. It, it's a shame it took a, a lawsuit to do that, but good on your sheriff. Well, it wasn't uh, a lawsuit. He, yeah, the, the lawsuit won, didn't work. Yeah, he won, the, <laughs> he won the lawsuit. It wasn't the lawsuit. It was political pressure, but we're happy that he, we changed his mind. 
that's that's why you want your sheriff, the chief law enforcement officer, to be elected because they should represent you, uh, the electorate. So uh, I, that that makes me happy to know that uh, the sheriff responded to that pressure as they should have. Yes, sir. So anyway. All right, let's talk classes a minute. Uh, everything starts with our 250 pistol class. Uh, and people will say, well, I've been shooting all my life. I've, I've done this. I've done that. And, and I understand. But when I called out to Gunside in 1990, actually 1989, when I was trying to get it all worked out, I'd, I'd been a SWAT guy for some years. Um, I was a firearms instructor. I'd been on the sheriff's office uh, 10, 11 years at that point. So I didn't want that basic 250 class. I wanted to start higher up. So I called, and Jeff Cooper happened to answer the phone. And I said, this is who I am, and these are my bona fides. And he said, that's all well and good. That's not the way we do things here. You'll start with a 250 pistol class. And he hung up on me. Um, he was done. And, you know, I, I thought, what a curmudgeon. But he was right. So everything starts with our 250 pistol and then once you've got that foundation established then we can look at and and move faster and farther with the uh concealed carry pistol class uh that we offer and also there's a uh pocket pistol class that we offer and uh concealed carry for instance that's how the vast majority of us carry our guns and it, it you're wearing concealed in the class uh, all during the whole week, uh, daytime, nighttime, and you're working in those various scenarios seated. Uh, we touch on cars a little bit, but you're working on getting that gun out from under a sweatshirt, a T-shirt, a jacket, uh, a coat, whatever it is you happen to be wearing. And we're pushing you hard that week. You go through about uh, about a thousand rounds of ball and fifty to one hundred rounds of frangible in our simulators. Um, so that that one's very popular. Uh, we call it tactical concealed carry pistol. Uh, people were, <laughs> we're not trying to market that word tactical. It's just people thought the concealed carry pistol was our was our uh, CCW class, concealed carry weapon state mandate class. Um, so we a- added that word. And then the pocket pistol, uh, you know, you can, you can say you're going to carry a five-inch government model or a full-size SIG 320 all the time. And... Uh, well, I think we all know that's probably not going to be true with the majority of folks. Um, they're going to be carrying that SIG 365, an officer's model, a shield, something along those lines. So we work from, or, or a J-frame, a two-inch revolver. So we work that class from there, and that's that becomes a bit of a challenge. And, well, that's what it's about, being the challenge. It, it is amazing how popular the uh, the shield has become. I mean, that thing just just stormed the market and hadn't stopped it, it really uh is pretty amazing are you seeing a lot of those shields we do we see a lot of the shields we see a lot of the sig 365s uh we're starting to see some of the springfield hellcats so far all of them are holding up very very well in, in class um so uh good on them i'll tell you another one that especially with the folks that are getting uh, maybe a little bit older they're they're diminutive they don't have the upper body strength is the uh, shield EZ shield in nine millimeter uh, from Smith and Wesson. That uh, the slide on that is much easier to work. Uh, they also make a 380. That's the slides just like breeze lightning. But uh, th- those are very nice. Again, especially for those diminutive folks or the ones that just don't have that upper body strength anymore. That's good to hear that they're uh, holding up in, in class like that. They they sure 
appear to be reliable. Um, you know, they definitely fill a need. They're one of the few concealed carry pistols that you can really get. You know, one of the few subcompact pistols that you can get uh, here in California because we have this ridiculous roster. Um, so, right. like, we can't get, like, Hellcats can't get a Hellcat. Um, the 365 can't get a 365. So, I mean, we're really, really limited out here, but the shields seem to really uh, be a, a real solution. So I'm glad to hear you say that you've had good experiences. We, we don't necessarily recommend those in our 250 pistol class, uh, our, our initial class. It's a little easier to learn with a midsize or a full-size pistol than it is a subcompact. Now, you can do it, but you're just going to be – you're increasing your challenge and Joe can certainly speak to, we challenge you in that class. Um, but we'd suggest something like a midsize more than a, than a, than a subcompact, but we got folks that show up with the shields and, uh, they, they hold up, they run. And if, if you want to torture test a gun, you bring it to gun site. Um, <laughs> we, we had two years ago, a small, but well-known gun manufacturing company, I uh, want to bring a new gun they hadn't released yet and put three or four people in a, in a 250 class and uh, test their gun. And I said, well, bring a box of them, bring lots of them. Well, why is that? And I said, well, if your gun fails, I don't have time for your engineer to stop and look and try to decide what's wrong. I've, I've got clients to take care of. I've got students that are shooting and you're going to have to pull another gun out of a box. And we kind of bantered back and forth, and I think they were a little bit insulted, and that wasn't what I was trying to say. But I know we torture test guns on our ranges, so they opted not to, and they came back a year or so later and did a private class, and it was prudent that they did it that way, let's just say. Um, <laughs> All right. their, their guns improved after that, but you know, it, it's just not our first state fair when it comes to seeing how guns operate and and how they it, it's all it's all good and well you'll go to you know i heard one of your advertisers on there a little bit ago about having a great gun range it, it's great going to the gun range putting 100 200 rounds through it but when you're doing it by drawing the pistol thousands of times in the dry in the heat uh, in the dust and the dirt and the grit and your gun gets dirty and you're up and you're down that really puts the test to it to the yeah. gun and to you all right, Ken, send us a check. You went over. <laughs> well, we're going to hold him over to the next segment. Oh, we're going to hold, hold him, him anyway. Yeah. Oh, well, in that case, hang in there, buddy. We'll be right back right here on Gun Owners Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The Answer. Welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, educating you on your Second Amendment right. Now, here are your hosts of Gun Owners Radio, Dave Stahl, Joe Germisi, and Michael Schwartz on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks, welcome back. This is FM 961 AM 1170. The Answer. Hey, California assault weapon law make it almost impossible to own an AR pattern rifle. So what is the solution? Cali Key. It'll convert any mil-spec direct impingement. AR pattern rifle into a straight pull bolt action rifle so it can have all the features without being considered an assault weapon. It is a true drop-in solution. No milling, no aesthetic modifications, and no turning off your gas system. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford with Cali Key. Check out Cali Key at CaliKey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. This segment is sponsored by the good folks at the U.S. Law Shield. USLawShield.com. If you own 
any firearm. Talk to good folks at U.S. Law Shield about what happens after the bang. All right, Joe, did you bring him back? I hope so. I hope we have Ken Campbell back here from Gunsight Academy. Hey, I'm an old elected official. You can't get rid of me that easy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we had a couple of questions what, during the break from listeners, and one of them was, what is the availability uh, as far as ammo goes? Are you running into a shortage? Do you have plenty of ammo? What's the deal? Okay. Um, when you sign up for a class, you can purchase an ammunition package. For instance, the 250 pistol class, has a requirement of 1,000 rounds of ball and 50 rounds of frangible. You can buy that from us. It's uh, Remington ammo uh, or double tap ammo is what we're selling you. Uh, But just to come in off the street and say, I want a case ammo or two boxes, we don't do that. But we do take care of the clients in our classes. And it's it's at a fair price. We've not not jacked our prices up because of this uh, uh, business that's going on now. Well, and Joe mentioned something too, because you know I'm thinking, okay, you're in Arizona. You know, do you order? You know, if you don't shoot all your ammo, you know, do you want to bring it back and deal deal with going through the border crossing? But he said you've got a really neat program that if you have any excess ammo, we can donate it back to you at Front Sight, and you use it for gun sight or gun sight. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just getting ready to find a juniper switch and crack him on the back of the. <laughs> You got to catch me first, <laughs> but you have a program, and you and you'll take that excess ammo and do what with it? Well, we every other year, and we've done this for probably fifteen years. We offer a free five day two fifty pistol or a free five day two two three carbine class to overseas veterans of the current war. There's no tuition for these great guys and gals. Now, we wish we could offer this to veterans of other wars. Uh, we, we can't simply, it's it's financial. Uh, we can only do so much. But we're doing our best so that these vets get treated better than, uh, sadly, how some Americans treated vets a few years ago. So every other year we offer this class. Now, um, we don't just come up and say, hey, Joe, here's a 1,000 rounds, have fun. That's basically kind of welfare, and that's not we're, what we're about, and that's not what they're about. We want them to have skin in the game. But if we see that great American veteran is running low on ammo, the ammo ferry kind of comes along and helps refill that ammo can. And that ammo comes from our students. We call it Gunsight Family. If at the end of the class you've got 100, 200 rounds left over, 50 rounds, if you give it to us, it goes into a separate connex for these vets, and we hold on to it and we take good care of them. That's awesome. That is really good. See, sometimes the show's better off air than on. <laughs> That is very cool. So, you, uh, um, how many people go through uh, uh, Gunsight every year? Several thousand. Uh, we don't really see that number, but several thousand. Uh, we're uh, we, we've had four record years in a row uh, up until this year. I said this year I'll have an asterisk, but we're darn near caught up to the folks that we had uh, drop off. We're just about caught up to them as of last Friday. So uh, I, I'm hoping that uh, that that trend continues, and not just not just from the the fiscal Im- impact us, but we've got all these great new gun owners out here. They've got to get good training. Mm-hmm. How far do people come to go to your class? What would you say that who's who's who travels the farthest? Well, let's see. Uh, king Abdullah, the warrior king of Jordan, uh, he's been a couple of times. Uh, that, that might be a good little distance. That's a good uh, one. But, 
<laughs> but we get folks from coast to coast. Um, folks coming from Maine. We've got uh, we have gunsight family in all 50 states and other friendly foreign nations that we can still serve with, uh, still following the ITAR regulations. So it's it's we're the oldest and the best. People know it, and we're, that's where they want to come is gunsight. Right. We know it's nice too about the uh, the gunsight family thing is you do the uh, gunsight alumni shoot every year, which uh, I did for the first time last year, and I'll be back again this year. But um, but that's a nice little uh, nice little tradition you guys have going there. Yep. Once a year, the first Saturday in October, we host the Gunsight Alumni Shoot, and it's a fundraiser for a 501c3 called the Jeff Cooper Legacy Foundation. It's operated by, uh, well, it was Mrs. Cooper up until a year ago. She passed, uh, but now it's the daughters and granddaughter, and they raise monies, and they do uh, scholarships to Gunsight. So our great instructors donate their time and travel to, to work all day that day on Saturday. We donate the ranch. Um, we have a tremendous auction at the end of the day of Gunsight memorabilia uh, where we raise money, but it's a shooting match all day long. We call it a social event slightly interrupted by gunfire. And But as you know, you've been there. The prize table from our great sponsors are just heaped with everything from great holsters and belts and optics. Crimson Trace is a is a, a tremendous prize sponsor. Uh, Van Comp Shotguns, Remington, Mossberg, Smith & Wesson, and on and on. And you're there all day. Your match fee includes uh, hot dogs and hamburgers at lunch. We have this great cowboy barbecue and dinner that night. It's it's just great, but you've got to be a, a graduate of Gunsight to be able to attend. You had me at hot dogs. <laughs> well, you know, it's nice, too, with the, uh, the prize table, because you don't have to be one of the top finishers or top shooters to walk away with something. Everybody gets to leave with... Uh, with lots of stuff, actually. And, and actually, we're a fighting school. We're not about gaming. So we donate a, about an $1,800 gunsight, Colt gunsight uh, uh, pistol, and it goes to the middle shooter because you cannot gain your way into being the middle shooter. Mm. First place gets the trophy and the glory and, and all that stuff, but the middle shooter wins the gunsight pistol. <laughs> the well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's good to know because I ended up right around the middle, just just uh, slightly <laughs> above the middle last time. So that's uh, that's good news. That's why you did. we're well planning for that because we're what six weeks out uh, from we call it the gas match, Gunside Alumni Shoot. But it is just it's a great time and it's old friends. It's hey, weren't we in class together? When were you back again? The campground sells out well in advance. The hotels love us. We're we're a, a great financial boon to the not just our local community but the state of Arizona as well in economic development so that's a good thing so what's a what's a piece of information that our listeners can walk away with uh you know whether they're new gun owners or they're brand new with their ccw you know what, what's like a little tidbit or a little uh you know just a little morsel of information words of wisdom words of wisdom that you can you can uh you can give us that uh you know gun owners need to know do your due diligence and get some training, get good training. Mm -hmm. There's some folks out there that are offer training, but do your due diligence, make sure you got somebody that's, that's, that's good and get that training because you, you do not rise to the occasion. You default to your level of training. Wow. That's a good one. Yeah. Wow. I stole it from Barrett Tillman. He's a gunsight grad. And he's a noted, uh, uh, uh military history, history writer, but wow. you don't rise to the occasion. You default to your level of training. Yeah. That should be on the wall someplace. <laughs> or a T-shirt. Hey, 
You can sell T-shirts. Embroidered on a throw pillow. Yeah. Well, well I mean, the most dangerous place at Gunside is our pro shop, and there's great things like uh, uh, embroidered T-shirts in there. <laughs> See, and those make for great gifts, you know, for those hard-to-find, you know, family members, friends, relatives, Michael Schwartz. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Family member went to Gunsight, and all I got was a T-shirt. Is that kind of thing? You mean? That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. All right, buddy. Well, hey, it's been great t- chatting with you, as always. Keep up the good work. Give the website out one more time. But you, it's gunsight.com. You guys are doing God's work back there. Uh, great work on, on this uh, court decision for a standard capacity magazine. Yeah. Being, time being. So you guys keep doing what you're doing. You're doing good work. Well, everybody's leaving California to come to Arizona. We've decided to stay and fight. Amen. Good for you. All right, buddy. Well, God bless you, and thanks again. And I know we'll be talking to you down the road. Don't tease me. I'll try not to. <laughs> All right, folks, can. this is FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Tell me he wouldn't want his own gun. We're, oh, what? We're, we're, still, <laughs> we're still on? I think you I think you broke early. Well, no. anyway. I don't know. Well, it looks like it. Our board op must not be in there. Brandon left. So you're saying the, the clock was uh, useless then? I guess the clock made was him bring out here? I thought the clock was official. It's not that official. Okay. I don't hear any good music. I don't hear any music either. So anyway, I well, we got to love live radio, though. I know. <laughs> I do want to make it to Gunsight at some eight. point. Next time you go, well, you're going in September? Yeah. Maybe yeah. you and when I are can do it. I don't know. It's a good question. Maybe maybe 2021 is my year to go to Gunsight because it. Every time we talk about it, Joe, you talk it's, about it. It's like a lot of fun. I mean, everybody your, should go out there at least the one time. You know, it's it's a really great experience. And you got to take your wife. And you'll be eligible to go to the gas match after that. What I'll town is it actually close to? Uh, it's near uh, Prescott. It's and the, the actual little town is Paulden, but it's up the road from Prescott. Can you stay in Prescott? Yeah. Okay, our board off finally came back. Maybe I can talk. Uh, the wife wouldn't mind going to Prescott, I'm pretty sure. Take a motorhome. I'm not sure. She, I'm not go sure get she, yourself a big motorhome. I mean, we did front sight, and that was a lot of fun. I don't know if she's, you know, down for, you know. You don't know if you don't try. Yeah, that's, that's true. right. You don't know. It could be a birthday or anniversary present. I mean, we're going back to front sight for sure, but gun sight, I think we got to give it a try. You say it could be a birthday or anniversary present. Yeah, she'd love that. I just put a bow <laughs> on your forehead and say we're going. Yeah, either that wow. or a vacuum. I don't know. All right. <laughs> so I think it's time for us to get off the air. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> FM 96.1 AM 1170 The Answer Alright folks, welcome FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right. Well, you know, thousands and thousands of new gun buyers just uh, just found out what San Diego shooters already knew. AO Sword Firearms in El Cajon has the widest selection of guns in the county. Hundreds of new and used guns in stock and everything you could want for an AR-15. AO Sword is also a professional gunsmith with a full machine shop for cleaning, repairs, upgrades, or customization. Check out A.O. Sword on Facebook or A.O. Sword. And if you need a safe, 
Holy moly. I'd like to see Dave when he moved these champion safes into his building. Because there's one in there I could live in. I, I, I need a safe desperately. Dude, you need to go. Dude, these things are just like, mine's, like furniture. Mine's pathetic. They shouldn't even call mine a safe. They should just call it a, a dangerous. Because it's no waste. It's not keeping anything safe. I'm telling you, their selection. And if you're looking for swag, hats, I got a hat there. Yeah. Yeah, really nice hat. Ale sword hat. Yeah. yeah. Extra large. Uh fathead yeah, yeah. For, well, i'm ask, asking for a friend asking for a friend <laughs> hey and we got our firearms technical expert mr chong on the line how you doing david oh, i'm good thanks uh those uh those champion safes are beautiful Dude. i'm glad you got to see them i tried to open them but i couldn't figure out the combination they're, you know they're, they're secret they're all locked but no they're <laughs> there's how did you get those in there my friend holy especially I, that one that looks like a small rv it's big, yeah. I actually have special uh, dollies and jacks, and even a uh, a flatbed trailer that uh, wow. really cool. It, it it drops to ground level. The whole tr- trailer deck drops to ground level, so I can get into places uh, without uh, hurting myself or the yeah. uh, or the landscape. And some of those safes are absolutely beautiful. I mean, yeah, you've never seen paint shots like no. That. It it reminded me of. The car show in El Cajon. I mean, they're... they're yeah, same process. I exactly know. Right. They've got pinstriping. Mm. I mean... Clear coat. Clear yep. coat. I know. I, just, you know, because I was in there, uh, and, and I decided, since he told me he was going to take me on a tour, but he was vacationing someplace. So I went on my own little tour, and I was very impressed. So champion safes, folks. Mr. Schwartz, go check out his line and he's got little ones all the way up to the one you could live in <laughs> yeah if, yeah if, i wouldn't I, want you to be stuck with a dangerous mr short yeah, yeah. <laughs> well you know if i if i spend i might as well get the big one because if i spend too much money i'm going to need a place to live no and if you it get was, the big one then that way you could fill it it's because it's yeah worse. that's what i'm saying yeah, <laughs> don't buy a little one because then you gotta have to you know go trade it in get a bigger one just get the big one and be done with it. And you guys are filling a big niche there, David, because oh. not a lot of people, uh, there really aren't a lot of safe experts in San Diego. Um, I'll, I'll say, you know, a few years ago, uh, well, more than a few years ago now, um, the uh, Elko and Gun Exchange did a really good job with safes, but but they're they they're, did, they're yeah. long gone. And right. so you guys are filling yeah. a, a huge needed niche. Has it has the uh, interest, uh, uh, you know, been been pretty big since you guys uh, really jumped into the safe market. It has it has been really, uh, yeah. We we're selling a lot of them, and, and that we have to because uh, that's a lot of floor space and uh, yeah. uh, inventory to carry. But uh, it, it has been ex- uh, especially helpful to our our uh, clients because. Uh, the safe industry right now is in a lot of turmoil. Uh, Champion Safe has gone. Excuse me, Champion Safe is uh, alive and well, but uh, Canon Safe has gone bankrupt and mm. are not able to uh, fulfill their orders. Mm. Um, so, uh, and then also, there's a lot of ambiguity, a lot of uh, misunderstandings that in uh, Chinese-made mm. safe with the same names as uh, uh, North American-made safes. Uh, American Security is even having a hard time fulfilling orders out of. Uh, uh, Fontana. So just manufacturing of safes is a pretty labor intensive process, I guess. And oh, yeah. uh, COVID, 
COVID messes up and messes well, that up pretty bad. And no two safes are alike. You know, you could buy a Yugo safe or you can buy a champion safe, which is like buying, I'd say, an Aston Martin. I mean, seriously. Absolutely. The workmanship. It's not just the looks. No, yeah. it's not. And I I stood and I looked and looked and I was, in fact, Ron Godwin at one time, he gave, he, and he was the best salesman. He had all the competition lined up against the champion. And he was doing things so that, you know, and it, it was a real eye-opener to me because when you look at a safe at Harbor Freight, you think, hey, that's great for yeah. twenty nine ninety five. A safe is a safe is a safe. A safe is a safe. Well, it's not. I know. Anyway, I didn't mean to take up your whole time on safes, but people really need to come down to your store and, and take that 10-cent tour to help make a decision if you're thinking about doing a safe. And, yes, A.O. Sword will bring it to your location and install it yeah not just the curb we'll actually bring it in now yeah yeah they won't just put it in your station wagon and let you deal with the rest so hey michael i gotta i know that you're uh, uh you focus on the local level on politics but uh uh i, I just found out that uh, uh one of the presidential tickets has vowed to ban and it's it's strange how specific these guys get they're going to ban pandas from carrying concealed in restaurants hmm. yeah uncle joe just learned that a panda eats shoots and leaves heck i thought you were going to tell me you were running for office <laughs> no, no. i thought boy <laughs> you think you get job. let me tell you i what, was gonna say job. yeah you got I've enough on your plate okay um I hope my did wife you guys isn't talk listening. About the magazine ban ruling at the top of the hour. Uh, we we talked a little, a little bit about bit it, now. which we didn't know as much about it as you probably do. But it was. Uh, if <laughs> you lot, would like to expel, uh, here's where we're waiting. As uh, the, the DOJ did issue a uh, uh, informational warning to all FFLs uh, on Saturday afternoon, reminding them that the stay order. On, and this is a triple negative, I'm sorry. Yeah. The stay order on the injunction against the ban uh, is still in effect. Um, and as such, uh, 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 large capacity magazine sales, standard capacity magazine sales are still illegal in California. Um, the uh, the libertarian-minded folks have taken the interpretation that, golly, a, a DA... I'm speaking. I'm going to say I'm speaking hypothetically here, but a, a district attorney would have a really tough time prosecuting someone for a violation of a law that had been twice tried in federal court and twice been declared unconstitutional under strict scrutiny. That's a that's a, a pretty serious uh, declaration of an infringement of a constitutional right. So uh, I do want to say that we are going to. Uh, uh, come Monday, when we open, we are going to accept um, reservations for uh, the magazines we have coming in, and we're doing that in anticipation of what we hope will be a uh, a, uh, a, a vacating of the stay order, uh, so that the injunction would once again be in place. Um, so that's just informational there, and uh, people are going to fall on all sides of the interpretation. But I do want to affirm that the law of the land now, as it stands, is that stay order that uh, um, the uh, uh, the injunction that allowed Freedom Week last year is still suspended by that stay order. 
And the uh, we, you think we're, we're going to have to wait till the twenty eighth? Is that is that your understanding, or it could happen any time between now and the twenty eighth? I think it could happen at any time. I I think that especially since uh, Judge Benitez has seemed to um, uh, be pretty passionate about his stance and, and specific passionate and and uh, um, uh, you know broadly supported in his uh, ruling on uh, on the unconstitutionality of this. Uh, uh, I wouldn't put it past him to. Uh, uh, vacate his stay or whatever you call that, remove his stay order uh, until they uh, appeal. And what, what do you, what, what, if you had to put money down, what do you think the state's going to do? Uh, I think that they'll appeal again. Uh, that's, that's what they're, they, that's their, uh, it's always their strategy. Um, a- appeal meaning under, you think they'll go to a full panel, they'll on bonk it, or do you think they'll try to go to the Supreme Court with it? I, th- I think they'll on bonk where they still have a, uh, a little bit of a uh, uh, majority, not a super majority anymore, but they have a majority uh, anti-constitutional, uh, anti-originalist, uh, progressive, in- interpretive uh, judges. Jerks. Jerks. So <laughs> did you <laughs> – Did you? so the, the deciding judge, I, I'm pretty sure – I know you saw this, was appointed by Trump. Um, yes. Do you think – uh, you know, do you think that a Hillary appointee would have made the same decision? I think probably not. <laughs> I think probably not, too. <laughs> Seems like elections uh, have consequences. <laughs> the elections absolutely have consequences. You know, since we're talking about high cap mags, even in this, I thought we really got it right. And I, I thought we got some education out there last year. Uh, but based on follow-up comments I saw online and in Facebook, uh, we're still not there yet. So I just want to urge people to, to understand the law. law. Magazines right now, today, Freedom Week, right now, tomorrow, magazines of any capacity that you legally took possession of during a time when it was legal to do so, such as Freedom Week, um, it is legal for you to own them. It's illegal, it's legal for you to use them in uh, guns that are not uh, assault weapons. Um, so that, that basically that means you put your uh, standard capacity magazines in any of your uh, standard configuration handguns, not tactical handguns like AR-15 pistols. Um, you can put them in your uh, featureless uh, semi-automatic rifles. Just don't put uh, 11 plus capacity magazines into your magazine locked uh, uh uh, long guns, that's where you get into trouble. Yeah, And you can carry By the way, if you have a CCW and you have uh, standard capacity magazines, you can absolutely carry them uh, in, your, in your, uh, your everyday carry gun. If you have a Glock 19 with 15-round mag, uh, mags, you can, you can carry those. Uh, and that's on the sheriff's website. So, yeah, you can use yes. – I got to tell you, David, it, it is so tough getting information out there. It seems like you know we'll go through a campaign and try to get as much information out there over a couple of weeks. And then as soon as we stop, as soon as we move on to something else – There'll be, you know, somebody giving bad info on our Facebook page or email or whatever. So everybody listening, if you're a customer of David's, if you're a listener of of Gun Owners Radio, if you're a member of San Diego County Gun Owners, you know, take this information and let people know. Take our information, take Dave's posts and just let people know because it's it's really, really, really tough to get to get a message out to, you know, three and a half million San Diegans. Boy. 15-second parting shot. Folks, I know it's hard to get guns right now. Um, I just put uh, 
28 Glock 19s and Glock 17s out there into the wild. Um, do not uh, go online and, and, and get poached for double uh, guns value. Come to us. Get on our waiting list. People are getting their gun orders fulfilled within oh, one or two weeks. Wow. Um, the guns are coming in. You can get them. That's great news. All right, buddy. Hey, you take care, and we will talk to you down the road. Have a good weekend. All right, buddy. Hey, this is uh, Gun Owners Radio on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, educating you on your Second Amendment right. Now, here are your hosts of Gun Owners Radio, Dave Stahl, Joe Germisi, and Michael Schwartz on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to Gun Owners Radio on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Hey, California assault weapon laws make it almost impossible to own an AR pattern rifle. What is the solution, Cali Key? It'll convert any mil-spec direct impingement AR platform rifle into a straight pull-bolt action rifle so it can have all the features without being considered an assault weapon. It's a true drop-in solution, no milling. No aesthetic modifications and no turning off your gas system. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford with Cali Key. Check out Cali Key at CaliKey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Laura wouldn't mind if I turned off my gas system. I'm get sure. It Self-defense and emergencies can happen to anyone, and unfortunately, the justice system may not be on your side. While you protect your family and property, the U.S. Law Shield is here to defend you 24-7, 365 days a year. With the comprehensive self-defense coverage at an affordable price. Bad guys don't take days off, and neither does our coverage. What's your plan after you defend yourself or your family? Consider a plan from U.S. Law Shield. Check them out today at uslawshield.com. That's uslawshield.com. Home mortgage interest rates have dropped, and if you're looking to buy or refi, or if you're considering a reverse mortgage, give our guys a call and of someone that we can trust and you can trust too. Chris Wiley at PRMI Mortgage for nearly 25 years. Chris has been helping local San Diegans with all their mortgage needs. Give Chris a call at 619-722-1303 or just go to primeres.com backslash alpine. All right, this is Stump Michael's nephew. We have not adopted him as our nephew. <laughs> So what do you got, son? All right. So stump my nephew. Every week we uh, have Sam the Gunman on. Sam is my uh, 21-year-old nephew. Happy birthday, Sam. Happy birthday, Sam. Thanks. You're not hammered, are you? (laughs) No. um, No, I I did not uh, drink heavily on my birthday yesterday. (laughs) Did you move up from Tang? (laughs) You could say that. Good man. (laughs) Add a little vodka to the... To the tank. Hey, and I saw that picture of uh, Sam and Uncle Mike, and I picked it out immediately. I knew exactly who that was. <laughs> I don't think Sam knew that. You know that that picture I sent you, where you yeah. were? Yeah. You well, mean he, the one you keep sending me? The one I keep sending. Yeah. <laughs> and he posted it all over Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I put it on the gun owners' uh, webs our Facebook page, and I said, "Hey, Throwback Thursday. Um, who can name both those people?" And within about a second and a half, we got a winner. 
Um, Joe Germisi. It wasn't Joe. No, nah, I let somebody uh, else win, but I got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing from home. Somebody else guessed Michael Schwartz and Ben Shapiro. That's close, close, but <laughs> not quite, not quite. The funny thing is that photo was taken a good, I don't know, 15 years ago or so. Yeah. Um, and I look exactly the same just with a beard. <laughs> <laughs> well, we went to the, it was at the NRA Museum. Do you remember that day? It was, yeah. Yeah, it was fun. All right, my friend, here's the question. So if you send in a question... Um, and we use it on the air, we'll give you a T-shirt. If you stump my nephew uh, and he is unable to answer the question, you'll get a hat with that T-shirt. I did not realize that. Yeah. Russell, did you realize that? No, I did not realize that. He's back. He's back. <laughs> yeah, he finally came back. <laughs> so here is the question. Amanda from National City asks, is a 38 more powerful than a 9 millimeter? So she wants to know which is more powerful, 38 special or 9 millimeter? Thanks very much for the question, Amanda. And this is something that has become very relevant, especially in my line of work, because we get a lot of first-time gun buyers coming in um, asking a very similar question like that. And actually, I'm, I'm going to have to answer by not answering. Uh, because there's a lot more to it than, than just this sort of binary comparison. Uh, so you have to consider, first of all, uh, the guns that these are going in. Revolvers generally have less barrel um, than comparably sized semi-auto pistols in 9mm. So um, you're often going to get a lot less punch out of a 38 from a gun of the same size just because it's the, the bullet has less time to accelerate. Um, you also are losing a little bit of velocity from the gap between the cylinder and the, the forcing cone. Um, there's also the question of uh, what kind of loadings you're using because uh, 9mm is usually loaded right up to SAMI spec or um, you can very easily find plus P ammo whereas some 38 is a little bit more uh, sedate in its loading um, compared to the actual specifications for uh, how, uh, how high the pressures are that you can load it to. Of course, there's also 38 Special Plus P, um, which is more powerful because it's loaded to higher pressures. But even with similarly loaded ammunition, there's still the question of bullet weight. 38 Special is usually loaded with a 130 or 158 grain bullet, whereas 9mm usually has a 115 or 124. Um, and all that aside, she didn't actually specify 38 Special. So she could have been talking about 38 Auto, 38 Super Auto, 380 ACP, or um, any number of other cartridges named 38. You, 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 so she supplied the answer, and in the answer she actually specified. I probably should have put it in the question. Um, nine is usually a little bit hotter. Nine is usually – that's pretty much – here's the answer. You gave a very thorough answer. Here's the answer that she supplied. Uh, and it is apples and oranges. But uh, 38 Special only produces 264 foot-pounds of force. That's with a 147-grain bullet at 900 feet per second out of a 4-inch barrel. While standard pressure 9mm can produce 365 foot-pounds of force. That's a 124-grain bullet uh, at 1,150 feet per second, which is 38.25% more energy at the muzzle in favor of the 9mm. Obviously, uh it, it every variable that you just rattled off makes a huge difference, um, but uh, I would say that you absolutely got that one right. Excellent. 
How about I probably that? should have led off with saying nine millimeter is a little more potent instead of giving all that long explanation that put everyone to sleep. That was an excellent non-answer, though. I thought it was a great one. <laughs> well, yeah. I always have to give that disclaimer when when people come into the store and ask me questions like that, because um, in it, it, firearm and ammunition design is a form of engineering, and in ev- engineering, um, there are a lot of trade-offs going on. So it's, um, as we like to say, if there was only one good gun and only one good caliber, then we would only carry that one gun. Yeah, everybody would have a Glock 19. Yeah, you'd answer the way I answer my students. Exactly. say, it depends. <laughs> yes, it depends. Well, then if, if I could give that answer, then I would be answering that to about nine out of ten questions I field. Hey, you'd always be right, though. <laughs> so the- Well, yeah, but... Uh, they don't pay me to be right. They pay me to be helpful. That's right. So the uh, so nine millimeter. If you're if you get the typical ball ammo, ammo, it's it's typically 115 grain, right? Still, usually 115, sometimes 124. Uh, the military stuff, uh, like NATO spec, is usually 124, um, and it's usually loaded a little bit hotter than civilian ammo. So you're looking at uh, more like. 1200 or 1250 fps sometimes depending on of course depending on barrel length and then typical hollow points for nine millimeter that's these, these days are 147 typically or i mean is it really that big of very are they all across the board everyone has their own school of thought about whether you want a light bullet moving fast or a heavy bullet um with uh you know wh- which one offers better knockdown power but most um most hollow point loads you'll find are a 115, 124, or 147, um, though there is a fairly common 135 grain uh, that Hornady loads. Um, personally, uh, of course, this opinion is worth what you paid for it, but uh, personally, based on just watching gel tests online, um, I like the idea of a lighter bullet moving faster better because um, there's this thing called an expansion threshold for a hollow point bullet which basically means that the bullet needs to be moving over a certain speed in order to expand and uh, provide that terminal performance you want, create that large wound cavity. So I would rather have a bullet moving a little bit faster so I have some more leeway. But if you anticipate shooting targets through barriers like glass or metal or heavy clothing, then you should use a 147. What a note to go out on. Holy (laughs) mackerel. Thanks a lot, buddy. You're the best. I just try to help. You're the best. Hey, folks, we want to thank the Gun Ring San Diego, Firearms Legal Protection, San Diego County Gun Owners, U.S. Law Shield, Cali Key, PRMI Mortgage, the Dillon Law Group, A.O. Sword Firearms. We want to thank Michael Schwartz, Joe Jermisi, Sam the Gunman, and Brendan Thomas. And don't forget, Bob Siegel is in the wings. You definitely don't want to touch that dial. On FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. <laughs> This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.